Voyage. My first stop after being unceremoniously fired was the police station. Where to begin? I chose to keep it simple. My wife was being held against her will. It was the truth. The detective I'd spoke with promised to look into it. I went home. Impotent. Duncan! Duncan! It was terrifying. I've never been arrested or so much as asked to step out of my car by a policeman. But now, by the lab security, I was manhandled like a lunatic. And I was powerless to stop it. Completely powerless and isolated. I figured my only weapon was to make as much fuss as I could. We need to do something to calm her. You need to neuter her. Me? How? Use her genesis. I know you've been experimenting with extended function possibilities. I should have known he'd be spying on everything I do, that we all do. He probably listens in when I take a shit and records how big it was. I'm sure one or two of your discoveries will be able to relax her. Jesus, Phineas, that's so unethical. Is it ethical to let her go ballistic again and maybe kill someone next time? And with that, he was gone. What choice did I have? It was clear she would harm herself before long, and there was the baby to consider. We had two at risk here. But Phineas was wrong. I didn't have that type of extended function, yet. But I knew where to begin trying. I called the police the following morning after a sleepless night. I was told my report was being looked into. I asked what specifically was being done. The officer I spoke to promised to call back. By the afternoon the following day, I was desperate and convinced Phineas had used his nefarious links to stall the investigation or paint me as a disgruntled ex-employee. I know this isn't me. I know I should be angry and vocal, but somehow they just keep pushing me down, sedating me. It's not in the food. I'm not eating. And I'm only drinking sealed water. Plus, it's weird. My moods rise and then collapse, and strange emotions seem to pop out of nowhere. <sighs> Oh my god. It's my genesis. So think, Belinda, think. How can you make them see what they want to see? My options were limited. Phineas would have drilled security not to let me anywhere near the building. My access to the company's server and email had been cut off. Technically, I could be arrested for trespassing if I returned. I was a scientist. I'd never used a gun in my life going in guns blazing, putting aside the morality of harming our innocent security, simply doing their jobs, was also extremely unlikely to be effective. In my desperation, a thought appeared in my brain, like a dark cloud in the horizon. Jeremiah. Genesis is an abomination. Genesis is a sin against God. 
Now weird shit was happening. The Genesis-induced relaxation for Belinda seemed to work well for a time, although she was refusing all food. But now this. It isn't me. It's them. In Genesis, it comes on too fast and dies off just as quickly. Now I know. I even imagine it's Phineas I'm punching out. Once or twice, I've even managed to toy with them, keeping the frenzy up a little after they've had their play. I know what flummoxes them, because I can feel them pushing hard to get Genesis to sedate me. It's not much of a victory, but it's all I have just at the moment. And maybe it's helping me learn how to override Genesis. I knew they liked to protest outside the hospital, the one where I had recently done a fetal implant of a Genesis. I went there and approached what seemed to be the lead protester, a humorless-looking man with a shaved head. Excuse me, I'm looking for Darius? I had learned his real name after the incident at work. The lead protester stared at me blankly. Um... We know who you are. Your picture is on our wall. I felt a tingle through my body. I'd only felt it once before. When I was a kid and I'd nearly died playing too close to a cliffside. Uh... Darius? Come. I was hoping to meet him somewhere neutral. In public. If we wanted to kill you, we'd have done so at your home. We discussed it. You would have drowned in your pool. An accident. We decided against it. I was outvoted. And so reluctantly, I got into the man's van, feeling like a fool. And we drove. I was driven to an estate, remote, perhaps once a ranch of some kind. No neighbors for miles. Then marched to a meeting room inside the main ranch house. Dozens of Jeremiah, their Darius's followers, were there. And the lead protester had been right. My picture was on the wall. Welcome, Duncan. Uh, hello. Why have you come to us? We now want the same thing. And what would that be? The end of Genesis. A sudden change of heart? My wife is there. I need to get her back. Genesis has her. In a manner of speaking, yes. The new evil in the new model. We've heard about it. I'm not here to talk about my wife. Just to demand my help? You won't be able to do it without me. Won't we? I know things. Weak points in security, different access points to the lab, key codes. It sounds like you're planning an invasion. Aren't you? You've come in time for the ceremony. Join us. We'll talk more after. I'm not going to participate in... whatever it is you all do here. You won't be participating. Okay. Good. Thank you. You will lead the ceremony. Absolutely not. Then we have nothing further to talk about. You'd give up everything I can offer. Prove your sincerity. Then we can talk. God damn you.
Interesting choice of words. <sighs> what do you want me to do? Jeremiah's followers gathered in a circle. Then, they brought in a woman, wearing sackcloth, a burlap bag over her head. Jeremiah removed the burlap bag from her head. Jeremiah shaved the woman's head as she wept. She had beautiful, natural red hair. It fell in clumps to the floor. The shaving, in addition to being ritualistic, served a practical purpose. With her head shaved, I could see she had a genesis behind her ear. Genesis 3. Purify her. What? Remove it. It will hurt her. It's integrated into her brain, her nerves. The pain purifies. She'll have no lasting damage, only freedom. Just rip it out. Purify her. I looked at the woman. You want this? She nodded through tears. I, I can't. You can't be serious. This is madness. Purify! 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 Now! I did it. God help me. I held the now disembodied Genesis in my hands, blood dripping from the wires that moments ago were inside this woman's head. Purify! 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 Now, confess. To what? Your sins. What sins? What you did to your wife. My wife has epilepsy. I wanted to cure her. You betrayed your wife. You corrupted her soul. No. I was helping her. I, I couldn't have known what would happen. Confess. Purify. Purify. I didn't. Now. Purify. 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 I betrayed my wife. And more. I betrayed my wife. I corrupted her soul. Again. I betrayed my wife. I corrupted her soul. With that, I collapsed. The words were said under duress, but they stung with a cold truth as they left my lips. I fainted, overwhelmed. I felt the hands of dozens of Jeremiah's followers as I blacked out. McWilliam. General, Phineas here. Phineas Klein. Mr. Klein. I have your demonstration ready. Live fire, Phineas. Not some marketing wet dream. Live fire. Tomorrow. Too short notice. I need a full team if you have something valuable. Thursday. Thursday. Our offices. Bring as many as you need. Better be good news, Phineas. My balls are burning. Of course, Blake. I was just ringing to invite you to a demonstration I'm doing for the military on Thursday. Excellent. Is it still that fucking blowhard McWilliam? He speaks highly of you too, Blake. I hope this is important, Tommy. I have a lot going on, as you know. I thought you should see for yourself, but she's acting quite normal now. Belinda already had brain issues. That's why Duncan implanted her. 
It's probably just Genesis navigating around those abnormalities. I can't see how that fits. Well, observe her for a few more days. As long as she's not harming herself or anyone else, we don't need to worry. What about the physical damage she's doing to the room? Fix it. I awoke in a bed in the ranch house, embarrassed. Jeremiah sat beside me in a wooden chair. There will be 47 of us on the day, unless you tell us night is a better time to strike. Yes, night. Smaller staff. Walk me through how we make entry. There's a little used rear entrance, used to deliver sensitive supplies and bulky equipment. It leads more directly to the lab. The entrance is unmarked. You turn off a wooden street, it looks like an entrance to a hiking path. Then? I'll provide the key codes. They may have changed them, they may have only changed some. If they have, you'll need a way to break the doors down. Some of our members are former police. They have tools to achieve this. Once you're inside, there's a mainframe room. I'll draw you a diagram of where. Obviously, most data is in the cloud, but the newest Genesis advancements are stored locally out of fear of competitors gaining trade secrets. Destroying that mainframe would cripple, at least temporarily, the next generation of Genesis. It would take years to recreate without me. And where will you be while all this is done? Getting my wife. I just need to get her out. That's all I want. Very well. The scientists there and security, they're all innocent people. None of them deserve to be hurt. Who is innocent who offends God? But... Whether or not they are hurt will be their choice. No one needs to die. People already have died. Accidents. We don't desire to kill anyone, but if they stand in our way... Will you be carrying guns? Only the first wave, and it be used only at last resort. Then people could get killed. Yes. It's wrong. Genesis is wrong. If bloodshed is necessary to cleanse it from this world, then blood will be spilled. The knowledge that I was, in effect, spearheading a violent assault on my own lab, sat in my gut like a ball of lead. The attack was planned for the following evening. Before we left, I went into the bathroom and called Tommy. Duncan! Tommy, d don't hang up. Are you insane calling me? Listen. I can't be talking to you. You answered. I shouldn't have. Goodbye. You're in danger. From your wife? Not since the last incident. She's safe? Well, screaming for you, demanding to be released, but no more rampages, if that's what you mean. Something is going to happen in 45 minutes. What? Get out. If someone asks, say you're going to the bathroom, and get the fuck out of there. What have you done? I have to get Belinda. Christ above, Duncan, what are you doing? Say nothing, leave. Or I can't control what might happen to you. Duncan, are you mental? What is... I hope this is a pleasant surprise, Phineas. I'm sure it will be. Surely you're not doing it in here. We'll be in the theater, holo projections of the preliminaries and then concluding before your very eyes. <laughs> you do theater well, I'll give you that. Now. Excuse me. Yes? They've just pulled up out front, sir. It's a big crowd. 
20 odd limousines. I've never seen so many medals. Show them up with full courtesy. Yes, sir. The lead protester I'd met outside the hospital drove me in his van. Seated in the back with me were four men, armed with a motley assortment of handguns, all different makes, and body armor. One particularly heavy-set fellow carried a door ram, the sort of thing I'd only ever seen on the evening news in the hands of a SWAT team. We proceeded to the rear entrance I'd briefed Jeremiah on. Get ready. Jesus, that's 35 minutes gone. I was almost paralyzed Duncan had scared me so much. Couldn't make up my mind. Sounds pathetic, but in the end, I spun a coin. Uh, excuse me, guys, but I just need the bathroom. S sorry. It was a nightmare. The security guards at the rear entrance were quickly overwhelmed. I saw one, the man who had helped me view the footage of Belinda's room, get shot in the head. I saw his head snap back. It was so awful I tried to block it out of my mind. The heavyset fellow breached the rear door to the lab, practically caving it in. I made a beeline through the lab, through my terrified former colleagues, people I'd laughed with, shared meals with, Complained about Phineas with, who were friends, now reduced to cowering beneath desks and benches. One good thing about scientists, we'd know we'd get our asses kicked in a fight. I was grateful most of them were trying to be safe, not opposing Jeremiah's forces. As far as I could see, Tommy wasn't in the lab. I reached Belinda's room. And it was empty. Enemy Within is a production of Voyage Media. The series is produced by Nat Mandel, Robert Midas, and Dan Benamore. Executive produced by Alexander Stitt. Directed by Dan Benamore. Written by Alexander Stitt and Dan Benamore, based on Alexander Stitt's original screenplay of the same name. Starring John Cahill as Duncan, and Narita Bronwyn as Belinda. Additional cast credits available in the show notes. Edited, sound designed, and mixed by John Higgins. Original music by Durlis Gonzalez. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening, and subscribe now for future episodes. When 27-year-old Gretchen Fleming leaves a West Virginia bar with a former police officer on a winter night in 2022, she's never seen again. Diligent investigators close in on an ex-cop with an unlikely story and an unsettling reputation in a recent episode of the Unsolved True Crime podcast, Last Seen Alive. Last Seen Alive is a true crime podcast researched, written, and hosted by crime analyst Leah Owens. Cases covered include disappearances, homicides, and suspicious deaths, all of them unsolved and all of them in need of tips from the public. Recognizing the right piece of information can sometimes be the difference between a cold case and resolution. Last Seen Alive exists to bring public awareness to cases that need it. Listen to Gretchen's story and more than 100 other gripping mysteries as told by a working crime analysis professional. Find Last Scene Alive wherever you listen to podcasts.